we've all had this thought, right? Man, if I, would, if I was starting over right now, this is what I would do differently. And depending on when your career started, I'm sure you've thought about it quite a bit. There's been so many different iterations of this business, and you've seen so much that you have a different perspective. It's normal. This is Season 7, Episode 1 with Gabriel Gonzalez, Senior Leasing Agent at Regency Centers in Miami, Florida, and he tells us exactly what he would do differently if he was starting over. Check it out. This is Commercial Real Estate School, featuring real-world insight and expertise from some of the most successful commercial real estate professionals in the country. Here's your host, Kyle and Sarah. Have you ever wanted to own a slice of a skyscraper, multifamily asset, or industrial warehouse? You see, billionaires have long used real estate investments to build and protect their wealth. And that's because the rules of real estate investing have traditionally favored the rich until now. Lex is a new way to invest in real estate. The truth is the best commercial real estate deals are hard to find. Unless you're an accredited investor or have some other type of access. I mean, even then you've got things like crowdfunding, REITs, and sky high investment minimums to choose from until Lex. Lex IPOs building so you can start investing today. By taking buildings public, Lex has created a new way for you to invest in marquee commercial real estate. Build a portfolio by picking the buildings you want to invest in. Each building gets a stock chart, a ticker symbol, and trades just like other stocks. You can even hold these shares in your existing brokerage account after the IPO. And as a shareholder, you can get paid dividends flowing from the rent paid by tenants, earning you tax-advantaged passive income. Unlike other platforms, you can freely trade in and out of your positions without lockups or holds. You can get started today in just minutes and start exploring Lex's live and upcoming IPOs. So head over to lex-markets.com, sign up using the code CREschool, and get a $50 bonus when you deposit at least $500. Again, that's lex-markets.com, code CREschool. Lex, real estate investing for all. All right, Gabe, what's the number one thing you would do if you were starting over today? biggest thing I would do differently would be part of a team. When mm. I first started into real estate, I really thought I was the jack of all trades. I could figure it out and do everything on my own. And after two years of doing that, I quickly realized I didn't know Jack. Mm. And I saw other people who were coming into the business being part of a team. And not that they were gonna, their careers were going to blow up because of it, but because of being part of the team and being in a group that was doing large volumes of transactions, they were getting experience to how a deal goes from a phone call to a check. Yeah. And so when you're on your own, you're pretty much do it. You're you're maybe doing a transaction in your first six months, but when you're part of a team, you're doing a transaction every week, every other week, and you're seeing that process. I think being a part of a team earlier in my career would have helped. It, it would have cut a lot of years of uh, rice and beans for dinner. And <laughs> that sounds delicious, actually. Man, when you've had it for a few weeks in a row, it gets yeah. old quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, yeah. I. You know what? I agree with that. And what? What I. Because I, I did join a, a team first in Resi initially, and what I enjoyed about it because I have extreme uh, ADD, uh, no H in there, a straight ADD. I um, <laughs> I was learning different parts of the process, but not linear. Like I didn't have to do it myself, and I right. wasn't like, okay, I got the offer. Now what do I do? And then, and then what do I do? Yeah, I was seeing that. Oh, it's an inspection. Do you want to come with us to the inspection? And then it would 
So it all kind of kept me stimulated. Then I could all put it together in my mind. If that was, you know, if that was something that I knew from the beginning, if somebody was like, these are the two options you have, it just wasn't made clear to me. And, yeah. um, it's I didn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that it was even an option to discuss with being part of a team. Number yeah. one, you're going to make money a little bit quicker. But two, what you just said, there's so many little facets to a deal to mm -hmm. get it from A to Z that you don't even know. You don't know what you don't know. Um, and I really wish, and when I joined the team, it, it just was a game changer because, hey, we need you to go open this door. Hey, you need to go check the roof. Hey, you need to go check this inspection report and confirm it with the county. Mm -hmm. you know, does the data match up? These are things I didn't even know back then. Yeah, right. Um, so I, that's the one big thing I would have done differently, being part of a team quicker. Now, so if somebody was walking in your door today and they were like, hey, I want to work with you, and you're like, I want you to work for me. This is going to be great. Would you tell them like, hey, you probably don't want to work with me? Or would you say um, you should work with a team? Or would you say, hey, I know how this should work for you. And I can structure it differently. Like, what would you do if someone was walking in the door today to work for you? I, I would I would recommend that they go be part of a team. Mm. And luckily, I know enough people around here, I could recommend a few teams. But I still think that's the best way to learn. It's one thing for one person to tell you, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that, and you need to do this. It's another thing to be living and breathing that day in and day out and actually being part of the transaction. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, no, there's no better teacher than physically doing the job, especially this job, because no. so many things, you know, it, it's, it's every day is different. No deal is the same. No problems are the same. So you really have to learn how to think quickly, uh, and you don't get that experience by being told what to do. No, I agree. I, I learn by doing. I think most people who say that they don't learn by doing just, I don't know. I, I, this is definitely not something that you can learn by, you know, reading a book or watching a video or it, it's definitely a hands-on experience. This is hands-on. Yeah. 100%. Now, if, you know, you said something there that was, uh, you actually said, you mentioned probably like three different titles that people have had on this show before. But one of the things is uh, that Natalie Wainwright touched on was how you go about picking a team. What is something that somebody should look for when they are looking to join a team? I think number one, reputation. Mm -hmm. It's it, Now, that's hard to find out when you're new to a business. I'll admit that. But yeah. we're all, you have a gut feeling. When you talk to someone, you can tell pretty quickly, is this a slime ball? Is this mm -hmm. a car salesman? Or is this somebody who's being very honest and transparent? This is how our team operates. So I'd be looking how I'm feeling, number one. Number two, how many deals did they actually close and transact? Not what the mm -hmm. volume is, not some arbitrary sales figure. How, what was the transaction count that they did? Sales versus leasing. Was it specialized in one product or was it spread out over several products? So I'd yeah. want to narrow it down and ask detailed questions on what they're working on, how many deals they're closing. I know teams sometimes keep some of that information. It, it's You kind of got to weed your way yeah, into yeah, that a yeah. little bit. Uh, but I, I'd want to be with a team that, A, I feel comfortable with, and I don't get that salesy feeling. And I'd be wanting to be with a team that's actually making moves and doing deals and transactions. Um, if I want to work in you know, a market, if I want to specialize in Tulsa, I want to make sure I'm with a team that's crushing it in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. And their signs are everywhere, their listings are up, their listings are being sold, released. I, I want a team that's active. I don't want to get a team that's in Texas who says they do Tulsa. I want to be in where I want to be in. I made that mistake once. I went to go work at a firm where they were saying that they were going to work a market, but they were an hour away. And uh, it just, I was basically on my own because there was no local presence. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. That's, uh, 
that's that's the thing, picking the right team. I didn't pick the right team initially and when, when I worked in Resi, and then I was like, okay, I don't want to be a part of this. So, Thanks for listening to Commercial Real Estate School. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode because if you did, I'm going to ask you to please leave us a rating, a review, and maybe subscribe because you don't want to miss an episode. You know, this is Commercial Real Estate School. You miss one class, you fall behind. You guys know how that is. You fall behind and you're playing catch up the rest of the year. Nobody wants to do that. So make sure you are subscribing to the show so you can stay on top of it. Knock this out first thing in the morning and you'll be ready to rock for the rest of the day. Get a little inspo in you. And while you have your phone out there, head over to Instagram and start to follow us because we have some content up there now. So it's at CRE School Podcast on Instagram. Classes in session every Monday through Friday, bright and early in the morning. Episodes are posted at 6 a.m. just so you guys can can take advantage. Uh, Hope you guys enjoy. And thanks again so much for listening.